Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Four Left Turns podcast. I am Nate, and I am welcomed by my guest for the second episode in a row, Doug. How's it going, everybody? We are back for the official uh, first a podcast of the uh, NASCAR season. NASCAR is back. We are in season, finally. Felt like forever since November, Phoenix. I mean, technically, we had the clash and all that, but we are in season now. Yes, sir. So, finally, finally, a race every Sunday until November. Well, except for the one break in June, but whatever. Right. So, we had the Daytona 500, and obviously, we had speed weeks leading up until then. Um, Which starts out with qualifying, single car qualifying on... Wednesday night and we had or they had what six open cars trying to get in um which it was Jimmy Johnson, Travis Pastrana, uh Austin Hill, Saint Smith, Connor Daly. Who was the sixth one? I can't remember. He didn't make it oh. in, but oh um oh, I can't remember who it was. It's going to come well, back to us once you finish. Yeah, so. well, it doesn't, he didn't make it in, <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. But single core qualifying, the top two open charter teams that we just mentioned, whoever the top two of those were on single car qualifying made it in that night. So that ended up being Jimmy Johnson and Travis Pastrana, which was pretty cool to see. Actually, kind of, I guess that both of them were going to qualify that, that night. And I'm like, Cause I'm just, I just had a feeling I'm like, it's Jimmy Johnson and then Travis Pastrana. They're probably the two. I just felt the, like the best about that night. Yeah. Especially uh, Jimmy. Also, Like I, I did, I couldn't watch qualifying. Unfortunately, I had something else going on that night, but mm-hmm. um, just watching the Daytona 500 himself and just seeing uh, Jimmy in his race suit, like ready to go. Like it was it definitely Turn back the clock a little bit. So it was definitely very much uh, living in the past, which is something that I absolutely love, which obviously we talked about in the last mm-hmm. episode also. I heard a lot of, I saw a lot of that on like Twitter and TikTok. It was just a lot like, oh my gosh, like it was, you know, what, three years ago now? I mean, well, three seasons ago, technically, because 2020, but it was, I mean, it's just like, that was already a couple of three years ago. Like, that's insane. Like crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Definitely turn back the time on that one. Turn back the clock, I should say. Because mm-hmm. I just saw something that like today, three years ago was when Newman had that terrific crash. And I was just like, oh, my God, I remember exactly when that happened. Like, mm-hmm. just, I can't believe it was three years ago. And uh, still in high school then. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, that, that that was still a very scary accident yeah. of course you know you bring up the daytona 500 every year you mm-hmm. know you can't not talk about you know what happened to dale earnhardt so then when you get into that ryan newman mm-hmm. conversation you know it kind of brings that same you know scary vibes to it mm-hmm. well i know but, you, um, I, I know you didn't watch the xfinity race but there was a crash a lot like um xfit uh that newman crash and it was like it oh was really like, oh, yeah but xfinity's all been a lot safer so i wasn't too worried Mm-hmm. Um, going back to qualifying, Fords were very, very fast this week. I don't know why they just brought their A game 
all week long. They were very fast. Um, a lot of them qualified. They were like seven or six out of the top ten. But for the, what, sixth year in a row, I think it was, Bowman was on the first row. He won the poll and got uh, – um, he was on the first uh, the front row for the sixth year in a row. That is insane. He was like the third, fourth, last to go, and all of a sudden he's – zooming in front of larson who has had the poll at that time and i was just like well i was just sitting there watching i'm going omg that man is a rocket like it was i was blown away i'm sitting here and my roommate's going wait like what's so crazy i'm like this dude he just blows everybody (laughs) out of the water i don't know how he does it bowman six years in a row to be on the front row is pretty impressive even though he hasn't won any of them I mean, he was kind of close this year, but see, and that's the thing too. You know, it's like, yeah, starting on the front row, like you said, six times in a row, like that's an achievement in itself. But notice how nobody has picked this guy to actually win a race no. at Daytona. There's a reasoning behind that, you know. Yeah, yeah, qualifying, he obviously gets it done, but when it comes to the actual race, then he is not. Uh, not up to par. I mean, know, he was he was up there a, of a lot of the race, though. I mean, he was he was. He ended definitely. up getting a top ten, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you so, know, he he will top win five. He will win his oh, yeah. uh, Daytona race. That's for sure. So, and then I know you said you didn't watch the dual races, but I I I was at work and I do laundry, so not much to do. So I was watching the dual races. Um, the first dual race, as Mike Joy was saying, and um, there's always one. <laughs> there's always one calm one and then one very aggressive one and the first one ended up being the really calm one but uh fords were leading a lot during it uh chevy ended up having a pit strategy a bad pit strategy that killed all their chances i mean the fords it's been the same thing since like 2019 since they switched to the mustang they're just they push a lot easier with that mustang from bumper since it's just a lot flatter than the Toyota, the Camry, or the Camaro, it just it makes it so much easier for them to push without getting out of control. Um, then Zane Smith was with the open car that made it into that race, and Logano ended up winning that duel, not surprisingly. I mean, Ford is just always fast. Do you think Logano will eventually win a 500? Oh, he, I mean, well, he did. He already won 2015. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm an idiot. Sorry, I totally forgot about that. I yeah, I know. I I, I, I kind of forget that sometimes. Yeah, I could have swore that he. Um, it's Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., and Brad are the big ones that haven't won. That's what it was. Yes, yes. So Brad was close again this year, but we'll get to that. Um, mm-hmm. Then the, since not really that the dual first dual race was the one that was a lot calmer because then we got to the second one. It was a very aggressive. They were lots of aggressive pushing. The Fords were still dominant, even though they had like I think they had more cars in the first duel and the second duel. They had less cars, but they were still I mean, it, they were in the front the whole time. Bush, uh, Kyle Bush ended up having a he said what he said, Daytona 500 winning car at first his first car and he got wrecked by uh, Suarez pushing too hard. So that kind of sucks. It'd be cool to see him. Win. In my opinion, it'd be cool. You know, he's won everything except for that. So right. um, again, kind of going back to Dale Earnhardt vibes. 
Yeah, it's it's winning probably... everything except the five hundred. Yeah, so I kind of felt bad for him <laughs> a little bit. Um, Connor Daly ended up racing in with the uh with Austin Hill crashing in the same crash uh that Kyle Busch got in. Um, Eric Emerald ended up winning. Uh. It's kind of funny because he, he was talking about retiring so much these past two years, and it's like, hey, you're already starting off pretty good, and he's got a he's got a win in the duel. I mean, it's not a point points paying win, but it's it's a win. I mean, gotta take where you can get. Um, right. But Ford won both duels, so already looking really strong, just like last year when um Busher and Kozlowski both won both duels last year. So that was pretty. Pretty, I'm, for me driving a Ford, I, I kind of cheer for Fords in general. So, hey, that's that's your brand, that's your <laughs> you yeah. just roll with it. Um, then what I thought was really funny, I I watched the truck in Xfinity because obviously, again, I had nothing to do. It was on the weekend, I was home. Um, they both had repeat winners from last year, so the truck was Zane Smith. Um, he won last year and won this year. This year was rain shortened. He got kind of lucky with that. Then Austin Hill ended up winning by like it was a photo finish on the backstretch because of the caution. And he ended up going back to back, which is pretty cool. So then all the broadcasters Saturday night were like, all right, is Austin Cindric going to win? Like, is this like, you know, NFL joking? Is yep. it scripted? Like, yep. Uh, I don't. I don't even think Cindric got a top ten. No, he didn't even get in the top ten. So, no, I didn't see that. But no, I saw. Um, I saw the photo finish on uh, Twitter actually, and um, yeah, and I looked at the picture. I'm like, wow, that it was, was very like, close finish. It, it was so funny because I saw, uh, Junior Motorsports had all like four of their cars in the top five, and they ended up not. They were it was second, third, fourth, fifth. And it's isn't noting, that crazy? If for listeners that don't know, Junior Motorsports is spawn is their owner is Dale Jr., Dale Earnhardt Jr. So just for anybody not out there, it's like, oh my god, Dale Jr., he's you know how can you lose like on a speedway when you got four of the top like in the one dude, Austin Hill, ended up winning it? Like it's just it's kind of funny to me. I I thought it was and especially a photo finish too. I mean, they literally NASCAR took at least like three, four minutes looking at it before they even decided. Right. See, and that's the thing. Back to the Dill Junior talk. You forgot to add. It's not just Dill Junior. It's Dill Junior at Daytona on top yeah. of it, which kind of makes it even more, you know, worse. You know, mm-hmm. or you know feels even more bad you know it's not like yeah, yeah talladega is always fun but you know daytona well, is daytona, just right? strong at talladega but right but daytona is daytona so yeah just having you know him clinch the second through five spots there was it's just, it's just funny to me like right i mean that that's yeah so many up there and not one of them can win like right definitely a heartbreak there so that was Friday night, Saturday night, and then we got the Sunday, the Daytona 500. I had a party and everything here, a watch party. I had a couple of my friends, none of them NASCAR fans, but I I, I got them to come over and watch. So my mom kind of did he give them free food or something? Yeah, oh yeah, my mom, my parents bribed them with food. 
my I mom made it. treats. I got some Taco Bell. We, oh, um, okay. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm like, hey, guys, come over. I've got food and, you know, watch the race, too. Everybody but, comes for the food. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, and I ended up, I'm like, oh, I'm guaranteed there's going to be a crash. But what happened? So it's very, it's the first two stages was side by side and not a single, like, single crash. I mean, there was a single spin out by Riley Herbs, but like, that was it. And they didn't even throw out the caution. Right. The only two cautions, the first two stages, I believe, were the stage cautions or stage breaks. Yeah. Which right. I I never remember. I I cannot remember any Daytona 500 in the recent like 10, 15 years that has ever been like that. Right. Like I know. Um. Like they said, and yeah, I know we'll probably talk about it. You know, it's been the longest um, mm-hmm. Daytona 500. You know, in history in terms of laps, but in terms of time. They finished those two stages in like almost record time just because there were mm-hmm. no yellows. So I, I like every single Daytona 500, it seems like it starts like around 2 30, 3 o'clock, you know, depending well, on when the slowly pushing drops. it back too. So, right, they have. Um, and it usually, you know, the checker flag doesn't drop till closer to like 9 9 30 um, at night. So this is like mm-hmm. a full five, six hours later. Yeah. But then, you know, suddenly the first two stages is completed within like an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. Like it was like 530 at that point. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I know stage three is where it's going to get crazy. Yeah. But still, it's like, wow. It, I think like even NASCAR itself was like, we are like way ahead of schedule. And it's you not know? even that they were like you know single file not being able to do anything they were side by side like i'm i'm on the edge of my seat i'm like something's gonna happen because like you sit side by side for what was it 130 laps or something like that i'm like something's gotta happen like right i was amazed that they kept it that calm i mean i also don't think they were pushing as aggressive but like Mm -hmm. it was side by side i i was loving it i mean you the the front two, whoever it was, was there was never like a lap where they led two laps in a row, or like they were they were just constantly going back and forth. And I, th- I thought it was it was good racing. It was good, it was very good racing. Good racing. Um, mm-hmm. but talking about those stages, Kozlowski won the first stage. I was pretty happy with that. He had a he had a very fast car. Um, I'm not gonna go through that top ten with those. I mean, it's nice he's got a playoff point and ten points already. Uh, Chastain then ended up winning stage two. Then we got all right, you know, two thirds of the way in. We can call the race if we need to. Um, Fords were ended up being very prominent as we saw towards the end. I mean, Kozlowski and Busher were very strong at the end, which was kind of cool to see. Um, and then we got eh, those last like 20, what was it? 15, 20 laps. It just spin out started those, happening and those took forever, which oh it always, my it always and, does. Uh, my friends all went down to dinner and I'm like, guys, this is the best part. And as soon as they left, the crashes started happening. I'm sitting there like, oh my God, this is taking forever. I'm sorry to inform you, Nate, but they came for the free tacos. Let's oh, yeah. Then, no, I'm sure they did. <laughs> if, they, but... if they left in the last 15, 20 laps of the race, they, well, they came wanted to go eat. Food. I sacrificed my hunger for the Daytona 500. As you should, because uh, that is more important. So, yeah, that there is was... once a year you can eat at any time. 
Yeah. Uh, they got very aggressive at the end. And I mean, it was, I they, they would show some of the bumper cams where they show like behind and it was just boom, 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 boom. Like it just, they kept right. hitting constantly. And I think uh, we had that one earlier crash with like Tyler Reddick and he took a couple guys out, but I mean, that was it. And then really that, that uh, Suarez spinning out caused that overtime, which just causes chaos. And yep. um, sadly, Kyle Busch was very angry. He mentioned that if it was 1998, he would have won at the 200 lap <laughs> mark. But right. Uh, which I, I get his frustration, but I, I like the overtime rules now, which it, the overtime right. rules are if if the the was it if the leader gets to the white flag it ends the race no matter what flag it comes next right. but if he doesn't make it to the white flag then they go they do continuously over time so right i i get his like oh my god you know i won you know the 500 even though it ended up being 30 more miles but you know it i he ended up wrecking out, so and then he and then he ends up spinning and wrecking too. Oh, That's yeah. the crazy part. Yeah, and I I'm trying to think of his exact quote that you said on the um, on the I think, radio. I think it was if um, it was 1998, I would have won the 500 or so. It was like it yeah, was very close like, to that. Yeah, like if yeah, I think it was yeah, actually just like that. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I, I actually bursted out laughing. When they uh, aired that, I'm like, well, technically he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, he, and I was just gonna say, I I've kind of liked a little, I've liked Kyle Busch more at RCR than I have at uh, JGR. I don't know. I've just I've seen like like off TV views or like videos of him, and he just looks a lot more happy there. And I mean, I, I just interviews in general. He just I'm a same old Kyle Busch, you know, whatever tough guy, right? But, it seems like he's having a lot more fun at RCR. And I mean, it's proven he's come there to like him and Austin Dillon were up front with Kozlowski and Busher. I mean, it was at one point it went Kozlowski, Busher, um, Kyle Bush, Austin Dillon. I'm like, this is going to be like tandem racing from 2012. Like, that's mm-hmm. like totally was that expecting, but they ended up wrecking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, Larson was uh, at the near the end of the race, the final um, overtime stretch, whatever you want to call it. Larson was looking really good, which I was very happy about. Uh, and him and he made it up to the front. And I I can't remember exactly how it happened. but I think he was on like the bottom and went up top or was like trying to fight for the middle. And then he was up top and then. He could have gone down, but like he got too far ahead. Yeah. He could have gone down, but didn't, and then went to the middle. And then he mm-hmm. got like, if I remember correctly, he got like pinballed in between the two cars and they're wrecked. Yeah. Um, and that's then what I think. Um, so, and that ended up ending the 500. Uh, and Stenhouse, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., number 47 in the JTG Daughtery one car team ended up winning it after Larson wrecked the field. <laughs> so right. it was a photo finish between him and Logano, but 
I'm like, oh, man, Larson, if you just would have blocked down, you would have won it. Like, you were so close. See, and that's why I picked Larson, too, when I texted mm-hmm. you that morning. I said, he's going to get it done today. And I was one lap away. Oh, the picked- moment he started wrecking, I was... <laughs> I'm like, no. Well, I'm a Larson One fan too, so I'm away. I, I'm happy for him too, but I picked Kozlowski. So I'm like, because I'm like, he looked fast and he looked he was, strong. He he was leading up there the whole time. I'm like, this is this is this year. And uh, right. it's just I mean, there was that one time he made that move. I think it was around the lap cars, and he just we rocket to the front. This was like seven, eight laps left, I think. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, he's just got to hold him off. And then he ended up getting beat again or like just pushed ahead. He ended up wrecking in the wreck that uh, Larson caused. So he ended up like 17, 60, whatever. But I was kind of no, mad. I, I got so mad when Larson crashed and Kislowski. I'm like, oh, my two favorite drivers. You're kidding me. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I honestly, I don't regret my pick. At all, and I'm no, sure that he you was don't either. Larson, because Larson, we both we both had very good picks. This our week. our picks were both up there the whole entire race. I'm I, mm-hmm. Kislowski, I was in the top ten, other than not counting really pit stops. You know the pit stop shuffling. Um, what's it called? Kislowski and Larson were up there the whole. They were the only two consistent drivers I can think that were up there the whole time. Right during that race. I mean, I know Logano was up there a lot, and Kyle Busch ended up showing up there um, at the end. But those were the only two consistent ones, and I was I was happy. I was so expecting one of them to win it, but then I kind of thought back to what I mentioned to you about was the uh, 2017 Daytona 500 when Larson was, again, leading on the second-to-last lap, but... Uh, Ran out of gas, and but this time he wrecked. And, right, uh, so close. I was so happy. I was gonna like, he's gonna start this year off with a win at least. Right, but no, Ricky Ricky Stenhouse Jr., the man that ended up going to Waffle House after he won. I saw that on Twitter. Also, I did see the picture. Did he take the Daytona Five Hundred oh, yeah, trophy he, with him he, into he, the Waffle House? He took the JL or what? It's the J something trophy with him. To the Waffle House, and I think it was funny that the Waffle House workers didn't know who he was. If you look in the video, they're like, Are, "Do we have a winner?" And it's like, "Yeah, he's got. We got a winner. We got a winner." <laughs> no, I did not watch that video. I got to yeah, watch it. Now. I'm like, they they have no idea who this is and no idea what he just won. Like, <laughs> they, they don't so care. Funny. But uh, it's it's the most. NASCAR Southern thing to do is to win the Daytona 500 and to celebrate at Waffle House. Right. Have you ever been to a Waffle House? Yes, like two two times I think. When, How when is me, it? Because I have ne- I've never been to one. If I'm being honest, so with I've you. been to one. It's it's very different. I've been to one in Ohio and one in Georgia, I believe. Okay. I think it was. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good food. It's. <laughs> It does it's, it's Waffle House. I mean, it's just it's got a reputation. It's okay. it's good food. You just gotta go to one. It's I gotta go to one to experience. Yeah, one, it's what you're I mean, it's not a five star restaurant. It's it's Waffle House. Like it's literally you just it's Waffle House. It's you can't really describe it other than so that. it's on like a category of its own. Is what yes. Oh yes. Okay. 
No, I don't even think no, we have no, any no. in Michigan. That's what makes me sad. I, I don't want a Michigan. Do, no, I don't. We've think got they like do. one or two Hooters up here, and they've got a lot more yeah, Hooters no down kidding. there. But we, yeah, where's no our kidding. Waffle Houses? Exactly, exactly, and our Chick Fil A's for that matter. Hey, we do have one around. We do room. have one. That's that always busy. Um, right. But going back to what this podcast is about, the uh, this ended up being the longest Daytona 500 in history, which it was 212 laps, which is with the original 200 because of overtime laps. And that is ended up actually being 530 miles instead of 500. So it really is the Daytona 530, right? which is kind of crazy when they said something about that. I'm like, huh, like. I'm kind of surprised, but I mean, with the overtime rules today, I that makes more. It, it honestly, I could see one going longer than that in the next year or two. Right. See, that's the thing. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. couldn't even do a burnout or anything because he ran out of gas. <laughs> yeah, he got so to the front. And he, you hear on the radio, "I'm out of gas." Right. Like, how do you win your Daytona 500? It's your once in a lifetime, and you can't even do a burnout because you got no fuel in the tank. I, I wish they could have just ran up with like a, a jerry can. Like, I got it. <laughs> like, what if it's right? Like, but at the same time, it's like I'm members. sure there's some sort of rules that's like oh yeah, that, no, I'm yeah. sure. Right. Right. Even though that would have been they, hilarious. They, I think they filled them up a little bit to get back to victory lane. But I'm like, come on, you gotta give them something to burn out. Like, right. Fan, like, there was 150,000 plus people there. They want to see a burnout. They want to see a burnout. Right. You know, but he did climb the fence, though. Did you yeah, see him climb that was, the fence? That, that was pretty cool. I like that. Yes. Yes. Who else um, used to climb the fence back in so, the day? Was, was it, it Tony, Tony Stewart? Yeah, it was Tony Stewart. And no, yeah, no, Gregson. No, Gregson. Yep. That's become his thing. Like he did a lot in Xfinity. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what. He's kind of adapted that, but obviously this is only Ri- uh, Ricky's third career win. So I mean, right? Why not? And it's the Daytona 500. He just started. See, to show- I got I got so mad when he started to show off. He grabbed one of the bars and started doing pull ups. He like, did. Oh my he god! Did. Like and the show is- off. I, I was waiting from the fall because you know my upper so my upper arm strength wouldn't be able to do that. But man, show right. off. See, right. <laughs> And I was um I was worried about the same thing because you know that fence it's curved, right? It's and it's not, high. You know, it's too right, and it's high. So it's like you're leaning backwards while climbing up a fence, and you're like easily 20, 25 feet in the air. You got cement asphalt right underneath you, plus a wall, mm-hmm. and you have no a helmet on. Don't tell so, me these mans are athletes. That man, like I mean, look, like seriously, like I. I, I give the dude a lot of credit. I mean, if you want to make is, up for not doing a burnout by doing that, then sure. I think he but, is actually one of the more built ones out of all the drivers, too, if I remember I, correctly. I mean, I, mean I, I totally believe you based on what <laughs> I've seen. Um, but the top 10 that didn't really get to celebrate as much as he did was... Uh, so Stenhouse was number one, obviously winner. Uh, two, the second place ended up being Logano. Third place, Christopher Bell. Fourth place, Christopher. You could say Chris uh, Busher. Uh, five, our pole sitter Alex Bowman. So he ended up getting a top five, which is kind of cool yep. for the pole sitter. 
um, six Almondinger in his first, I think they said 500 since um, 2018. So that was cool to be up there. Suarez was seventh. Blaney in a like half taped up front end car somehow yeah. placed eighth. I, I was very surprised by that, but I mean, it's Daytona Some ways, too. Um, ninth ended up being Chastain, and then tenth in a Rick Ware racing car was Riley Herbst. I know they've been better at Daytona these past couple of years, but seeing a a Rick right. Ware racing car, I mean, and for people that don't know, Rick Ware racing has like. They're like the Browns of NASCAR. They they have just they are the or like five years ago Browns. Yeah, like they they just they never win. They're always at the back of the field. Like so, to even see him get a top ten is pretty cool. That's definitely an achievement for sure. Yeah, and then I put even though it's top ten, I put eleven on there, which is Travis Pastrana for the man who does a one off in the Daytona five hundred. You finish eleventh, and he ended up I think partially wrecking i think amarola just pushed him and he's like i got right loose but 11th place for travis pastrana that's pretty cool i so i didn't see it personally but he if you guys if you look up his keys video he did a video about like doing a ton of stuff in the florida keys me and my family were down there when he was doing all that we tried to make the brit one bridge jump over the helicopter he did but we just didn't make it in time so I'm like, mm-hmm. I've kind of got that connection to him. So it's like, it, it's kind of, I was kind of cheering like him that. on. And that dude, like they kept saying on the broadcast, like, oh my God, he could play linebacker. Like he's six, three or whatever, 200 plus pounds. Like he's a big dude. He, they're doing a, like a, they were doing a, what's it called? Interview after, uh, and he's got a shirt off and or like the fire suit pulled down to his waist, whatever shirt off. And this dude's like, bill i'm like oh this right intimidating yeah. but he had the best mood i love seeing every interview and he's like i let a lap even though it was it was during um pit like when they're going through all the pits but yeah it was pretty cool to see him uh do so well in the 500 compared to the other open cars yeah exactly exactly I am happy for him. That's for sure. Um, yeah, he he said uh, he doesn't plan on doing anything else right now, unlike Jimmy Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. But his was kind of. I think he said if he wrecks it, he has to pay, um, pay off his own because Black Rifle Coffee Company and uh, twenty three eleven kind of helped pay for it. But is like I said, if he wrecks it, that's him paying for it. And he made a joke that's coming out of his kid's college fund, <laughs> right? I heard that too. I was lying. I was one lying. way to spend your money. Oh, I crashed a car. <laughs> Where'd all our money go for college? I crashed a car on the Daytona 500. <laughs> oh, okay. That's excusable. Yeah. So I, I, I was kind of glad to see him. Fin- I didn't even know he finished 11th, but I was pretty happy about that. Right. Um, and one thing, like I said, we I wanted to mention was I watched it from home and so did you. Fox mm-hmm. was terrible in my opinion the worst coverage i've i've seen on a race in ever since i've started watching nascar the commercials were so bad and so long and especially that one time there was like literally green all race and the one time they go to side by side it was the one it was when reddit crashed and what did they do they kept playing the commercials i'm like i know you've got like at least cover it and then go back mm-hmm. to the commercials. 
don't play the full slot of commercials. Yeah. Like, I was I was yelling at the TV and everybody's like, calm down. I'm like, there's literally a crash that's happening. And I have to wait. Like, I know it's, you know, first world problems. I have to wait two minutes to see what's going on. But like, <laughs> whatever. I'm just like, come on. You can go off for 30 seconds to show what's going on in the race. Like, seriously. Right. You got to be prepared for that. It's just. See, and that's the thing. I, I had two. um I had the Daytona 500 on. I also had um, golf while, no. you know, on my iPad. <laughs> of course. So I, I was watching both at the same time. So whenever it got to a commercial break in the Daytona 500, I would just mute it. And I would just watch my iPad and just mm. wait for the Daytona 500 to come back on. So I didn't even bother with the commercials or anything. It was just. I just felt like all the time. Good. It was all the time. And they went side by side only like twice. And like I said, that one time was during a crash. And. It's, mm-hmm. it's all Twitter has been blown up about, and I've even I've started seeing. Tic- I'm not really on NASCAR TikTok, but I've seen a lot more of it just because of how bad it was. Because that's this is the one race that everybody watches. Everybody exactly. is so it's so advertised, and you want to make it like one of your worst viewing pot. Like there was a poll by Jeff Gluck. I don't know if you ever heard of him on Twitter. Um, yes, he does, he yes, does a I poll. Have. He does a poll every. Uh, every race, and I think because of the commercials, it was rated at like how, like you know, is like, how, do you like, did you like the race? Yes or no? It was a fifty-seven percent yes. And wow, it's that's just, pretty low. It's it ranked one of the lower ones in the past couple of years, but it's just, I mean, it, right? It, there's a, a lots of talks about um, Fox and. NBC with this media deal coming up for the next like 10 years. It's like next year they got to do a media deal for coming up and it's, do we really want Fox back? I mean, they've been doing this since 2001, but right. It's just, that was so bad. Yeah, it was like the earlier years of Fox covering NASCAR. I actually thought was quite good, but yeah, no, just, well, yeah, it was a lot better back then. I can, I can definitely right. tell. Like just comparing yesterday to, and the thing is, they have all these broadcasts on YouTube, like all like three, three and a half hours of it, you know, on mm-hmm. YouTube, and you could just notice the difference between just the quality of not just the commentators, but um, like feature sets, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to think of a couple offhand, like. You know, like Larry McReynolds going into, mm-hmm. you know, showing like, you know, different features of like the newest. Yeah. You know, gen, She's trying to uh, explain the next gen car. Right. You know, like little feature sets like that. And we really didn't see that much in that broadcast mm-hmm. like this year, F at all. You know, and yeah, this is the second year with the next gen car, but still, it's, uh, there's still a lot to, you I know, mean- learn about it and we really didn't get any of that they did a i feel like the the pre-race did a, did a pretty good job presenting a lot of that and i mean i liked tony stewart up in the booth which is he's mm-hmm. gonna be back at atlanta and i think it's or i think it goes tony stewart at fontana then danica patrick for two races is the third guest and then it goes back to tony stewart and then they'll obviously announce it from there but mm-hmm. i like him in the booth but it's just Fox, you gotta step up your game. Come on, like NBC's exactly. got Dale Junior. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, I, I just, I, I was, 
I was so pissed. That was the one reason that I did like that's if I could come out of say, oh, like, what did I like and what did I not like about that race? The one thing I can say I did not like was that Fox, the Fox's commercials. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that for sure. Um, Other than that, I've got I saw some cool news today. I'm sitting in class and I've got Adam mm-hmm. Stern. He's like the main reporter for you can see fighting, motorsports, whatever. I, I follow him on Twitter because he's just always got updates before anybody else does. Mm-hmm. Monster Energy will be promoting their new alcoholic drink, Beast. I'm not, I, I'm not, I can't drink it because I'm not 21 yet. But I just thought this was pretty cool on Tyler Reddick's car. So the first time they're advertising it is on um, a Cup Series car, which I think is pretty cool. And finally, yeah, finally, Monster is doing something else other than their black and green paint scheme, or they're all black paint scheme with the Monster symbol, which is nice. Yeah, definitely change it up a little bit. But I'm just, I, I just kind of thought, hey, that's kind of cool. You know, they're finally using um, NASCAR to to show off something new instead of two years exactly. later to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And especially if they do it the right way, you know, get a nice looking paint scheme and all that. It definitely mm-hmm. will, you know, show off a positive vibe to that positive image. <laughs> Like NASCAR, like news and stuff like that. Do you look at Twitter for all that at all or no? I do occasionally, um, probably just like a handful of times per week. It usually just shows up on my like timeline. I don't necessarily follow uh, too many people, um, mm-hmm. but I guess Compared Twitter, I right? I guess Twitter uh, does try to see what I like and then mm-hmm. tries to show me tweets based on what I like. So. It always ends up uh, being shown on my timeline mm-hmm. anyway, so I guess I'm kind of half following it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So this is another thing Adam Stern posted. I, I want to see if I might be able to find it real quick while I'm still talking about it. But he brought up about Wendy's CEO talking. Because do you see the Wendy's car? I the, did see the, the beef. I, I love that car. That was a great-looking paint scheme. Oh, it was... I. It's it's so nice to see uh, a newer, um, like a bigger company come in and do something like I love the beef or it said like on the back of the car, it said like we are the beef or something. Like yeah, that. exactly. OK, no, I I de- that definitely caught my eye. So Wendy's CMO, I don't know exactly what that is on the um, the burger wars, as we'll call them in the 500 between so Noah Gregson and Bubba Wallace in the McDonald's car he said, we're proud of Noah Gregson's number 42, the beef car and fans have been praising the paint scheme on social on socials all week long. We can't say the same goes for our, our McBland competitors at Wendy's. We don't cut corners because McDonald's or Bubba Wallace's car was like all gray except for the hood. And I lo- I saw that, and, that was, and of course I saw this one in class too. And I'm just sitting there trying to cons- like, oh my god, like what class were you in? M- uh, what was it? It was microeconomics. Oh okay. Um, I just because I get the notifications on my watch, and I just saw that. I'm like, wow, two. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a bad pun, <laughs> but two companies are beefing and they have to, they, you know, right. happen to be Wendy's and McDonald's. I, I thought that was pretty fun. It was more of a push down. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they mentioned it on the commentators once or twice, but I thought that was right. pretty funny uh, that you don't really see. You've always talked of like, there's always been the, like, I think like the beer wars, like it was Budweiser right. and Miller Lite for a while. And then it was like, like Home Depot and Lowe's for uh, that was mm-hmm. another part, but now now we're getting into Wendy's and McDonald's. <laughs> Which one of the two would you prefer? Well, I'm currently eating McDonald's. <laughs> so. True, true. Um, I don't, I don't. I, I don't know. I do like Frosties at Wendy's, so I mean that kind of plays in. I've never had the beef or whatever it is on the the hood, but uh. I don't know. I, from a NASCAR standpoint, I love the way what what Wendy's is doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, from food standpoint, standpoint, probably McDonald's. I mean, just because I go there, I, I interesting. If I, if I pick one of the two, well, it also depends what I'm feeling like, and it's kind of, I'm kind of, um, yeah, excited right now because I've literally got a ten piece in my hand, but uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I would I would have to disagree with you here because I Even think Wendy's has it over McDonald's all day long. Like Wendy's was my go-to it's in personal college. opinion. It was it was cheap and they would always screw up my order, anymore. which then I always uh complained. Like I did like a online like you know, file mm-hmm. a complaint little form there and they would always send me coupons in the mail. That's how I made it through college eating on a budget was through Wendy's and they always screwed up my order and I always ended up getting free food after that. So pretty good experience and good taste. So, uh, but why would you pick them if they constantly screwed up your order to get free food? Oh my God. Like I, I kid you not like just random days. And this was back in like 2015, 2016 too. I know we're kind of getting off topic. Um, well, I'm done with the list. <laughs> right. Um, 2015, 2016, yeah, they would just send me like coupons, like literally a free 10 piece nugget meal or a free, um, any size, uh, frosty. And I'm like, I don't know why I keep getting these, but and it's from the same location too. The one that's, uh, that workers right probably by, knew uh, you by a first name basis. Oh, hey, Doug. Yeah, Come no back. kidding, right? Come back for that so, free 10 piece again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, not necessarily proud of it, but um, oh, the hey, people I talk about probably know me here. Well, many yeah. times I've done a mobile order. By, same thing with the one by my house too. Um, I'm even sure one of the employees was actually interested in me, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> not not a good story uh, for a dude. Um, not this podcast. But yeah, no. Right. So, um, yeah, no, Wendy's over a bit down for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I finally uh, made you laugh. Yeah. What do you mean you made me laugh? Oh, my God. Two episodes. Right. I mean, do you want to do early picks for Auto Club? Talking about, I, mean, I was we'll just talk about, we'll about talk about Auto too, Club. Actually. Um, We'll talk about Auto Club more about what's going on with that next next episode because that's where they're going but uh right 
But you know what? I'll, I'll let you. Who won uh, it last year? Wait. Six. Give me a second. I, I can pull up who won it last year. I got to do. Oh, you're going to have. You're going to try to have uh, history on your I side. Just wanna, I, see. I, oh, I just want to see. I think I've got it written down somewhere. Let's see. Auto Club. Last year it was Larson. I should have known that. Um. Uh, hmm. I don't know. You you did you say you have yours? I already have mine. Okay. Who's your pay? I'll let you go first. Have the guests go first. <laughs> All right. Uh Kyle Larson's gonna repeat. Oh my god. All right. Hey, you know what? You used that strategy last year and it worked out uh quite favorably for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kept picking Larson almost every single week, and it worked out for you. Um, that was no, that so was back I'm in twenty twenty one when I won. When I yeah, won. that's what I'm at. I'm sorry, I still think it's yeah. still twenty twenty two. So twenty twenty three, right? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use the date strategy and almost pick Larson almost every single week. There will be times where I won't, but I've, I'm feeling confident in uh, in Kyle. This week, um, just, that was I'm your pick up. too, wasn't it? Kind of. If you weren't gonna pick him, <laughs> I was. Well, it's. I mean, he's good at two miles. If you look at Auto Club in right. Michigan, his history is really good. Both of those places. Um. Oh, I don't even know. I'm looking at last year's top ten. Oh, I mean. I, I think I have to go. I think early pick, not seeing any practice qualifying. Right now, it's Jimmy John or not Jimmy John. Why did I say Jimmy Johnson? <laughs> Joey Logano. Okay. Um, he finished pretty should good I, there should last I put year. Put you down for Jimmy Johnson as well. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> as an I'll owner, maybe. Two, I, yeah, I was gonna say. I'll let no, you no. Have two guesses for if this I one. pick Jimmy Johnson, that counts as an owner. <laughs> this is true. Uh, give me true. two cars. No, uh, no. I, I, Joey Logano finished. I think it said fifth, fourth last year, and I mean, off winning the championship, and he looked good in the clash. He's looked good in the duels. I mean, he won one of the duels. So I know the super speedway, but he's he's been looking really good recently. So I think I can see him winning this, and he's won it. I think he's pretty sure he's won out on a club before. So right, or at least well, he's been we- really close. So. I think we both have good picks again. I mean, we'll see if they change uh, come uh, Sunday. Yeah, but um, I assume I'm they, pretty good. I'm pretty sure practice and qualifying is all like normal. I don't think it's anything's messed up. Right, right. Nice thing about having a phone right here, I can check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, practice February the 25th and qualifying. I'm guessing that's Saturday. It's only one practice. So okay. race is at three thirty. Three thirty at Sunday, so they keep pushing him back. Right. Last um, one at Auto Club too. Well until two mile um, auto club. Yeah, the two mile auto club. So it will be an interesting mm. one. Well, we'll see if they actually, depending on how the racing is, which it's been pretty good. I mean, it's four or five wide racing. I, I think. Right. Pre thoughts. I think, you know, 
if if this race goes well, they might be like, hey, do we really want to make this a short track? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Let's hope. I, I, I like it better as a bigger. Maybe the, if if they were to do anything, I'd say repave it. I've seen things about like repave it. I would say repave over uh, converting it into mm-hmm. a short track for sure. Like and don't don't even change the bankings or anything. Just just repave it. Right, right. Just a simple repave. You can get it done, and you can get it done at a quarter of the price too. Hmm. All right. Well, we we stayed a lot better than an hour and a half last time. Uh, right. Went a little bit longer than I wanted to last time, but now a little bit shorter this time. So it's kind of averaging out. But thank you for coming on in the second the second week in a row, possibly becoming the new uh, co-host. When's the next audition for me? I don't know. I mean, next week. <laughs> I really, I, there's not really much of an audition. It's just whether the people like the you know twenty listeners I have, <laughs> the public, my there friends and family. That's who it is. <laughs> there we go. Say, so, hey, you listen to my podcast, right? Do you like those? Sh- <laughs> right. I'll sh- I'll share the link. I'll uh, retweet it once you post it. Yeah, I gotta I gotta use Twitter more with my account. Yeah, you'll get there. I, my mom For keeps sure. going, yo, Twitter. I haven't seen anything posted. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's still a lot of work though. Yeah. You know. Plus, so. nobody really cares when I post anything. It's not like anybody likes it. Well. Kind of gotta get a building up first. I gotta, I you, gotta have followers. Right, it does not happen overnight. Which you hmm. will get there for sure. So and I can't wait hope. to see it happen. It will. It yeah. will. All right. Well, like I said, thank you for coming on. And any listeners, if you talk about my Twitter, it is uh, at for the number four LFT turns. Um. That's my Twitter, so follow it. I will try and get better with the posting. You can follow that. Um, don't follow my personal account. Uh, please. <laughs> um, like I said, thank you again, and I guess we'll see you um, on the next episode. Right, thank you very about, much, uh, Nate. Thanks for having me. All right. And once I figure out how to end it. No, kidding. Um I will see you guys on the next episode.